Good morning, everyone. This is Judith. I hope you're listening to Mad Love. Welcome to the show. Welcome to your life. What's good? You know, I am even tired of talking about dementia. It just it just takes over your whole life and it just becomes this thing. And families everywhere are struggling with this. More families will be struggling with it. And, um, you know, I'm putting it out there. I hope people are, are paying attention and I hope there are some solutions being put in place. And the entrepreneurs out here, get on it. People will pay you money if you come up with a good idea and you can help their families and and, and take care of loved ones in an elevated way, uh, in a cost-effective manner, you will make a lot, a lot of money. So I'm just putting that out there. Um, one thing I was thinking of uh, driving into work today is, you know, I just... I feel like the bar is just so low. I'm old enough to remember things. And one thing I remember was when VH1 started, it was supposed to be playing music videos for older people, people older than me at the time. I was a teenager watching MTV. And videos had just become this thing. And every music group had to have a music video out for their song. Uh, that happened somewhere in the early to mid 80s and then it just became a thing well now it just sort of feels like they've sold their soul because uh i don't know if there was a collective plan to attack the black middle class or to to make sure the black middle class never resurrected itself or something because between love and hip-hop all of their different franchises and real housewives of Atlanta particularly or yeah any really Atlanta um it's like that's what people are aspiring to be now like little kids are talking about like that's what they want their career to be a reality show person and there's nothing real about it I mean yes some of the messiness some of the problems the issues yes but what's strange to me is I don't even know any of these people's songs so for a few minutes, I keyed into uh, Love & Hip Hop Atlanta last night, just out of, you know, nostalgia. I watched it maybe seven or eight years ago. I can't believe it's still on. And, you know, some of the people are unrecognizable. You know, they all sort of look like drag queens with this hair and these nails and the eyelashes. and It's just an, an exaggeration of femininity in a way that reminds me of drag queens. And then, you know, I can't tell you any young jock song, but he is on the show and has been on the show for years. I can't tell you a scrappy song. I don't know his songs. I don't, I, I don't think they were that popular to begin with. It's just really disheartening. And it's like, I remember when black people were aspirational. We had dreams and it wasn't to be a football player or an athlete or a rapper solely like those are good options if you have those talents but if you don't you got to figure out what it is you're good at and being a housewife on tv is not a job you know it's just i don't get it i don't i wouldn't be surprised if the Koch brothers were behind some huge scheme to siphon off black votes 
by just making black people completely uh, unengaged, or if that's the word, disinterested in the process of a democracy. I mean, it feels like warfare out here, man. You got people who don't vote, but they know every episode of Love and Hip Hop. You know, they don't vote, but they know every rap song lyric before age five. You know, that's probably not a good example because five-year-olds don't vote. But you know what I'm saying? Like, their parents uh, are playing this horrible music for their kids. Uh, I've seen parents give kids weed, and they also don't vote. You know what I mean? I'm talking about the parents. The parents, yeah, I have seen somebody, uh, I think somebody some idiot did it on like social media like watch me and they like you know blowing weed in their baby's face (laughs) it's like what is (laughs) what's happening here so I don't know I just feel like there's a collective effort to just you know make us irrelevant and I'm not really into conspiracy theories or the proverbial they But I swear someone was like, this is how you neutralize the black vote. And they basically just, you know, eventually, yes, black women of a certain age vote and we carried many elections. But uh, I I don't think the younger generation will boast of that because... Some of these people aren't paying enough attention to even want to be engaged in the voting process. And they already feel disenfranchised. And they don't read on the issues. They And these issues affect them probably more than anybody. And they just aren't that interested in it. And yes, I am being... I'm trying to... I'm being generalistic and I'm summing up a very complex issue or series of issues in in a very trite manner. And I understand that because I'm not going to get to the bottom of it on this podcast, but I do believe there is some sort of collective messaging that's just like, you know, let's make you hate yourself as much as possible so you'll kill yourselves off and save us the time and the hassle of doing it. And that's what it looks like to me. Uh, And it's a class war. It's class and race. Because I think they just don't want black people voting Democrat, which I'm all for that. Can we I wish we had a legitimate third party. But, you know, the crucial issues are are not being discussed and not being fixed because people aren't engaged and they don't want to be. I'm going to give you an example. I was talking. This is how disconnected the people who think they have the solutions are from the problems. I was interviewing for a job, really cool, prestigious job in law enforcement. Really, probably not law enforcement, more, it was more on the justice side. And uh, one of the questions posed to me was, would, will, would you be willing to go to churches and speak to the grandmothers of um, some of the people that we're trying to keep from getting into the criminal justice system. And I was like, people, grandma ain't in church. I was like, listen, the people you're, the demographic you're talking about, this is not 1966. Their grandmothers aren't in church. In fact, some of these people's grandmas are like 32 years old. They in a club with them. So uh, I'm not sure (laughs) what you're talking about, you know? 
Uh, and I'm getting my math wrong, but you know what I'm saying. Like they, their grandma was 30 when they were born. So grandma's still young. You know, she's she's 45. She's trying to hit the club with them. You know, I think I read about a case the other day where the mother was a witness to the crime because she was helping the son commit the crime. So it's like, come on. You know, this this notion that it's just people were having a few bad breaks and their grandmothers are praying for them in church. I mean, that's a nice liberal uh, dream, but that's not where most people are. And that's not what's happening in a lot of these neighborhoods you think you're saving. That's where liberalism really gets it wrong. And, you know, we're so busy wanting to be victims, we just drink that shit up and it's dangerous. It's dangerous. When you give away your power, that makes you powerless, which, you know, thanks, Captain Obvious. But you know what I'm saying? You're strong and you're smart and you're resilient. If you're alive today, all of that is true. Now, you may not be able to write a textbook, but I can assure you, you are a strong and resilient human being. Because there are things coming at you nonstop that you can't even see, you know. And it's amazing that we're here. Your bloodline is strong. People survived. And you're here. And it's like, that's a miracle in and of itself. And we don't even act like that's true. I just want black people to get our dreams back. Because I'm telling you, housewives, this terrible music, you know. I grew up on Earth, Wind & Fire. That was nutritious. It was all it was all about love and togetherness and being proud of being black and being proud of being you didn't even have to be proud to just be black to be a human to experience devotion and love. You need devotion. You know, I messed that song up, but go look it up. Devotion by EWF is a classic. Uh it sounds way better than what I just did, you know. I just feel like we can do better. We can and we will. You are strong. You are smart. You are capable. It doesn't matter what you are, what your background is, what your whole situation is. People have a a very complicated situation these days. You could be any number of things. You be you. I support your right to be out in the world the way you want to be in the world, free from harm. But I don't support mediocrity. Please, I'm tired of bullshit and nonsense. Can we just be better? I know we can. And I know it's possible because I've worked very, very hard to be the best version of myself. And I know I'm nowhere close. We came here for a reason. So we have to find out what those reasons are. Don't let other people talk you out of your destiny and your dreams and your goals. And don't let people feel sorry for you and talk down to you. And, you know, you're just so poor and stupid. You can't figure it out. I'll help you. That's bullshit and nonsense. And I can't stand it. That liberal kind of cake of just shame and uh, condescension. The way they talk, man. Black people ought to be very, very leery of liberals and liberalism. And I'm not suggesting these extreme conservatives have gotten it right, but they're not completely wrong about liberalism and what's wrong with it and how it just infantilizes black people. Ugh. Anyway, this is disjointed and not ex- at exactly what I wanted to talk about, but I guess it was because I did... <laughs> 
<laughs> we're at the end of September, basically. I'm not kidding. If you had 2022 goals, excuse me, <clears throat> you need to get after it. Because October and November, we got to push. Because, you know, most people don't really go hard in December. So push, 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 push. Let's go. Get ready. Start, you know, wrapping up this year and writing down your goals for next year. You know, there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, my production team has put out a new uh, project. It's called Everyone. And I think it is probably the most cohesive um music project we put together it's very good i really enjoy it and i want to thank that team for always coming through for me sticking together we got a we got a couple of holdouts from previous iterations of the group and um it's just been a real delight to work with them and and to create on this level so there's a huge uh not huge but a decent sized catalog of music Everywhere you listen, Apple Music, uh, Spotify, um, yeah, check us out. It's called Everyone. I think people will dig it. I'm going to put a track on here, which is against the rules, but I'm doing it anyway because I own the music. And I want you guys to enjoy it and then go out and find it and listen to it uh, uh, everywhere else you listen to good music. All right. Thank you so much. Uh, follow my YouTube channel, uh, Judith A. Culp. It's all about manifestation and, and um, inspiration because I think a lot of people are just looking to be inspired. Look, there's a lot of bad news out here. I talk about most of it on this podcast, but um, that doesn't keep us from having to find that place inside of us where we are our best. And we can do that. So check out Judith A. Culp on YouTube. Of course, follow madlovepodcast.com. Uh, there's a blog. We'll post some videos there too. Check us out. Um, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for your support. And again, thank everybody for the wonderful birthday wishes. I truly appreciate you. And thank you for loving this podcast because we love you back. Take care.